From Commander.com, welcome to the Tech Refresh Podcast, where we scour the internet to feature just the right digital news, gadget stories to keep you up to date. Our promise is you give us about 30 minutes, and we'll make sure you're the -the in-the-know, go-to digital source for your friends and family. After an exhaustive nationwide search to find the right digitally savvy show host, they gave up and they couldn't pay him enough, so you got me. I'm Mike James, along with our distinguished panelist, Ali Seligman. Welcome, Ali. Hello, Mike. And we've got the the wise one, Obi-Wan Ben Bradley. Welcome, Ben. Always a pleasure, Mike. And we've got a ton of stuff to get to. Later on, our scam of the week. As people are back home and they need companionship, they're seeking furry little friends, and ah, they're getting scammed. What a bummer. They have absolutely no shame. And in a few minutes, uh, we also have brand new or not true. It's back. We'll have two real products. Ben has the products this week. And let's start with the news. Allie, think twice before you search for a company. Well, we start with a scam again. There we go. Yeah, we're always throwing scams at you. And in a lot of cases, if you just stop to think for a second, you can see the red flags. This one, though, is a little bit different. The red flags aren't there until you're already kind of in it. Okay, here's what happened. So people were looking for Home Depot, and like we do because we're a little lazy or maybe we just don't know the URL, you do a Google search. So people were searching Home Depot, and the first result was a paid ad that looked like it was just from Home Depot to go to the Home Depot site. If you hovered over it, the URL said Home Depot, but... It was a malicious ad. If you clicked on it, you would get redirected through a bunch of ad services and eventually land on a tech support scam site. At that point, it kind of took over people's computers. You got this security warning, and it kept opening the print dialog box, and so you couldn't close it. Eventually, you would get a pop-up saying, call this number, and we can help you. If you call the number, surprise, surprise, it's someone who wants to remote into your computer and lock it. And then, of course, you have to pay to get it unlocked. Uh, Makes it even trickier, too, because this one was really hard to spot in the wild. The ad only redirected to the scam at once every 24 hours. So it was really hard to pin down. The bottom line here is don't search for a company if you know the address. And if you don't know it, sure, search, but don't click the ad go to the actual listing for the website itself. Same thing goes for phone numbers. You, you Google those and so many of those, you know, whether it's Amazon, customer service, Walmart, whatever, they're going to, a lot of them are going to be fake scam numbers. So get those off of the, the real websites too. It comes down to if you haven't been there before and this is something like you, you're trying to find something new, you have to be extremely diligent on what you click on, where you click and uh, what you're looking for. All right, why are there so many vaccine selfies going on on social media? Yeah, I mean, if you've been on on Facebook, Instagram, you you might have noticed this new trend, you know, all these vaccine selfies. What about you, Allie, Mike, have you seen any? I'm not on social media. I I don't even (laughs) go there, so I'm good. I am. I know a lot of nurses, doctors, teachers, so people that have already gotten it um, in Phoenix and uh, back in New York where I used to live. So yeah, tons on my feed. Okay. Well, there's a reason for that. So as the COVID-19 vaccines have been rolling out around the country, there's been a push by people to share selfies of themselves getting the shot as a way to show skeptics, hey, look, I'm fine. And and I mean skeptics they know, like family members or friends who may have their own reservations or, or who see too much of the misinformation that still gets spread around social media. And hey, if you want to share your vaccine selfie, knock yourself out. Just know that it might invite some level of debate in the comments section. Now, the selfie is one thing, you know, to show people that you didn't experience any bad side effects or grow an extra arm or whatever. But some people are sharing a photo of something they shouldn't be. And that's the card they give you that serves as a vaccination record. 
Uh, the first problem is those cards typically have your name, your date of birth, and possibly you know other sensitive details. Uh, that could invite identity theft if your social media accounts are visible to people you don't know. Uh, the other issue is that scammers can use the photos of those cards to create fake vaccination cards and then try to sell them on sites like eBay. Uh, moral of the story, don't share pics of the vaccine card. And you know, while you're at it, double check your Facebook security settings and other social sites to to see what's visible to others. You know, make sure your accounts aren't visible to people you just don't know. Well, we got through the whole political season, you know, all the problems we were having, and now they don't have anything to do, so it's vaccine <laughs> selfies, I guess. <laughs> there you go. All right, Apple just introduced a privacy labels for everything that makes it in the App Store, but apparently it's not uh, working too well, Allie. Yeah, so the 14.3 update brought these privacy labels to the App Store, so you can go and they should spell out everything that a developer is gathering uh, through their app. Sounds great in theory. In practice, not so much so far. The Washington Post did a report. They dug into these labels and they paired up with a national security agency researcher uh, to see what was really going on there. And while the labels should give you clear information on what data the developers take, a bunch of them appeared to be false. And not just a few, but one in three had false information most of them were reporting that they collected no data, which is definitely not true. Uh, a few of the big ones that stood out, Match3D, a social network called Rumble, uh, PBS Kids Video, a lot of names that you'd know. This one was particularly bad. It's called Satisfying Slime Simulator, uh, geared toward kids, as you might imagine. And this app said it wasn't collecting anything, but it was collecting uh, the user's advertising identifier number, the battery level of their phone, how much storage space they had, what settings their volume was on, and their general location, and reporting that back to Facebook and Google. So Apple says, for their part, that they, quote, conduct routine and ongoing audits of the information provided. Well, I I don't know. Maybe they just haven't caught up yet, because uh, the bottom line for these really is you can't rely on them yet. So wait a minute, wait a minute. You're telling me there are app developers out there who, who aren't being truthful in this little Apple honor system? <laughs> oh Mind say It's not true. And that's really the key phrase there, honor system. If you're just relying on these companies to say, yeah, this is what we collect. We take so much of your data. I don't think it's going to go very far. If there aren't penalties, it's, it's going to, you know, you're not going to get anything worthwhile. All right, from Apple, we're going to take you over to, if you're an Android user, they have a new special feature in Google Maps you're going to love. Also, our deep dive topic this week is delivery services, specifically food delivery services and uh, how they work and who uses them. Scam of the week this week is people are home and working from home and they need friendly pets and they're getting scammed. Also, our brand new or not true is coming up next on Tech Refresh from Commander.com. All right, we're back on Tech Refresh from Commander.com, and later on, we're going to tell you about an Apple how an Apple Watch saved a cyclist that was swept into a river. That's got to be a great story. And right now, it's time for our tech tip of the week. All right, navigation apps make it super easy to find where you need to go, but there's that moment when, if you've never been somewhere before, you're trying to figure out in real life where it is versus on the map, and it can be pretty tricky. So there's a new feature in Google Maps. Right now, it's only available on Android. That's kind of where they try out the cool new stuff. So if you have an iPhone, just wait a little bit. 
and it's a split screen view. So you get the street view and the map at the same time. Uh, this makes it so you don't just have to look at the map and try to see what direction you're going and where you are, but you can actually see it in real life as well. So make sure that you have uh, Google Maps version 10.59.1 or higher. Don't worry, we'll put this on commander.com for you. You can also uh, just check your app for new uh, updates in the Google Play Store. So open Google Maps on your Android phone, and then you're going to tap the View Mode menu, and you're going to select Street View. If you tap anywhere, it will open the upper part of the screen and show you the Street View Mode, and then on the lower part, you'll see the regular map. So awesome feature. Try it out if you have an Android iPhone. You're going to have to wait a little bit. Ah, uh, sorry, Ben. <laughs> I know. That does, I feel that a little bit left sound pretty out. cool. A little bit. But, you know, I can wait for that. That that sounds pretty neat, though. You can actually, I mean, I hope that's not too distracting. You're driving, looking at the street view while yes, you're looking be careful. at the street view. And <laughs> that doesn't look the same. That building's not the same color as it used to be, you know, things like that. <laughs> Uh, it's time now for America's newest national game show sensation, where you play and guess, is it brand new or not true? Every week, literally thousands of new products, sites, apps, and services are announced in the technology world. Uh, some are destined for greatness, and others, well, probably not. Oftentimes, the products sound crazy, outlandish, and ridiculous, so you sit back and think, what were they thinking? And some of those times, those guys become millionaires, and who knows why. When playing Brand New or Not True, we'll present you, the home listener, with three products, sites, or ideas, and it's up to you to decide which two of the three are real, and through the process of elimination, we'll find which one is fake. Allie and I are guessing today. Ben has the products, and here's product number one. Yeah, ben, Ben's getting back on track this week. Okay. After I a rough like few it. weeks. I like that energy. All right. Big talk. Saying it now. Okay. <laughs> First one, so controlling all of your smart gadgets with your voice is fine, but why not bring a little old-school nostalgia back with a gadget that controls your smart home tech, just like the clapper did with your lights all those decades ago? Okay, so here comes the Naki. It turns your tabletop, your walls, just about any other surface into a gesture-enabled interface. So instead of clapping, just knock on your coffee table to turn on the lights, for instance, or adjust the thermostat. Uh, you can set any sequence you want along with the knocking pattern to customize it. You know, knock on the countertop twice to find your lost phone, three times to brew the coffee, four times to order food delivery from your favorite app. Hold on, I just gotta I just gotta insert this song. I don't you guys probably don't remember this. Knock three times on the ceiling. Three times on the ceiling. Do you guys know that song? No, no I idea. Okay. I can't wait well, to hear I'm it showing my age. I'm showing my age. But anyway, Save it for the next back. karaoke that we do. <laughs> <laughs> now, go ahead then, with the Naki. Yeah, so the sky's the limit with what you can do. So, you know, the Naki connects to Wi-Fi, and it works with all the major brands and hubs, and you can get it right now for 99 bucks. Okay. That's the Naki. Okay. Got it. Next item. So, as everyone I know is well aware, I love sci-fi, like Star Wars. Sure. And one of the biggest shows right now is The Mandalorian that's streaming on Disney+. Plus. Now, without going too much into spoiler territory, the second season brought back a fan favorite from the original Star Wars trilogy, uh, who's known to wear Western-style spurs on his boots. So wouldn't you know it, that was reason enough to bring spurs back, but for the 21st century. So instead of actual spurs, these are small rectangular gadgets that clip onto the top of your cowboy boots and certain other footwear, as long as the sides aren't too thick. So... Download the app, turn them on, and they replicate the sounds of spurs when you walk, thanks to the built-in accelerometer. It's like what's in your phone. 
So you can even have a little fun and change the sound to a more festive jingle bells or a galloping horse with more sounds on the way. So these Smart Spurs are available for pre-order now for $39, and they ship in April. Smart Spurs for how much? $39. For the pair. Are you tired of those cheap umbrellas that fall apart under mild weather conditions or the ones you accidentally leave somewhere never to be found again? Well, how about instead of the cheap ones, get the Weatherman umbrella that was designed by an actual meteorologist. First, it's tough. It's able to handle winds up to 55 miles per hour without inverting. Second, with the Weatherman droplet Bluetooth tracker add-on, you'll never lose your umbrella again. Just put the small device in a zippered pocket on the umbrella and use the app on your phone to find the last place you left it. You can even have it make a sound. The Weatherman mobile app also provides up-to-the-minute forecasts and intelligent alerts so you'll never be caught without your umbrella when you really need it. Get a Weatherman umbrella starting at $55 and add the Weatherman droplet Bluetooth tracker for an extra $25. Wow, we've got some great products here, Ben. You put some time into this, right? Uh, Nothing really stands out as really, really true or really, really fake for me. Right, Allie? Yeah, this is a hard one. <laughs> this is going to be a difficult one. So, uh, product. We remember now, two are real products, and uh, one is a fake product. We started off with the Naki, which is kind of like a clapper for $99. It, you know, it's it's hard to believe that would be $99. I think that would be a simpler... I'm, I'm a little skeptical on that one. The Sci-Fi Man, the Smart Spurs mm-hmm. for $39. Nice, cheap little gadget. I think that would probably be the most likely for me because there's so many fans of The Mandalorian and, you know, spend a few bucks to just, you know, have some fun, kind of a gag gift or whatever you want. Weatherman Umbrella for $55. Boy, the price is sure cheap for an umbrella that has YouTube, so that's hard to believe. I'm got I'm I'm between the the Naki and the wet the uh, umbrella for 50 I'm going to say the umbrella would be to manufacture that I think would be more than $55. So I'm going to go back to the Naki is fake for $99. It seems expensive for something that does so little knock on a door to turn a light off or something. All right, Allie, go ahead. All right, the Spurs seem absolutely ridiculous to me, but I think you're right, Mike. Gag gift, um, kind of, you know, trying to piggyback off the Mandalorian. I could see them selling that, sure. Mm-hmm. I'll give that real. The Naki, the fact that it works with everything makes it feel like it wouldn't be a good product to me. I don't think it would work well, which is kind of a red flag to me. Um, but the umbrella... I would think that the Bluetooth tracking would be a built-in part of it, so having to pay separate for that doesn't quite seem right. What did you pick as the fake product, Mike? I I picked the uh, Naki as the fake product because the the umbrella is only yeah. $55. For what it does, I think the manufacturer would be more than that. I'm going to go with the umbrella just so hopefully one of us can be. One of us, too, will win. <laughs> Have you made your final selections? Yes, all right, let's start with the real products. First one, the Naki. <laughs> oh, so I get knockied out right that away. That you can get on sale sometimes for $59, but yes, it's real. It even is supposed to filter out the, the, the kind of knock that you hear on your door, so it'll, only, so it'll know when you're like knocking on <laughs> tabletops and stuff like that. That's real, and okay. you can buy it. The second real product is 
the Weatherman umbrella. Whoa! <laughs> that starts at $55. Now, you can get nicer ones, and they go up to like 70 and 80 and everything, but the base model is 55 Yes, you can add the Bluetooth feature, get the weather alerts, and don't lose your umbrella. That's real. And those smart spurs that I'm going to go home and file the patent for, and I'm going I'm to be jingling to the to the podcast every week now. Not really, because I don't have cowboy boots. That's not my thing. But still, it sounded like something fun. And Allie and I are both wrong. Ben's a big winner He's this back. week. You've made ben your is comeback. back on track. <laughs> Woo! All right. Good job, Ben. Um, that's going to do it this for this week's edition of Brand New or Not True. Up next, we're going to do deep dive uh, food delivery services. Do you use them? How do you use them? We'll talk about what we use. Also, the scam of the week this week, as people are staying home or working from home, they need furry companions, and they're getting um, they're getting ripped off. There's a lot of fraud out there. We'll tell you about that. And uh, a lot more coming up on Tech Refresh from Commando.com. Welcome back to Tech Refresh from Commando.com. Every week we give you the inside scoop on what's going on in tech. So you're in the know and the source of tech information for your friends and family. Every week about this time we take an in-depth look into issues that affect the technology lifestyle. And this week it's a deep dive into delivery services. Go ahead, Allie. Yeah, a new study came out from Comscore about people's online buying habits. So they surveyed a bunch of digital buyers, aka people who buy things online, and 31% said that during the pandemic, they have ordered food online. 36% said that they've ordered more food online during the pandemic than they did before. Now, if we're looking at projections for this coming year, People in just in the U.S. alone are going to spend $28.5 million on food delivery, and $16.6 million of that is ordering from restaurants. So I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, what we order, how we order. And to get us started, Uber just bought – they just made a big acquisition. They bought a company called Drizzly, which is an alcohol delivery service. They paid one point. $1 billion for this company. It's essentially a beer, wine, liquor marketplace. So you can order from your local liquor store, essentially. They're pairing this up so that you can get your dinner, your bottle of wine, or your dinner, your, you know, beer, tequila, whatever you want. Um, so what about you guys? Have you, first, let's start with alcohol. Have you ever used an alcohol delivery service? Maybe. <laughs> yes, I've used Drizzly. Yes. I mean, it's, it's convenient. Again, it, it doesn't matter what you want, whether it's food or, you know, beer or whatever. It's like sometimes you just you don't want to get out. And now it's so it's so easy to just get into. And a lot of times you don't even get, you know, charged. I mean, you may have to pay for the tip or something, but it's just so easy and cheap to do that. I have not. I, I get my, my alcohol at uh, good old Costco and buy in bulk and, you know, it lasts me forever. So <laughs> I, I, although it is kind of weird getting a big thing of like tequila, like six bottles of tequila, <laughs> but that's going to last me about at least a week. So no worries. I think uh, next week's deep dive is going to be more of an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I've never used any of the alcohol ones, but I have done my fair share of you know, restaurant delivery during the pandemic. I would say, you know, a couple times a month we'll get takeout. I, I usually cook, but it is nice to break it up every now and then. What about yeah. you guys? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, you know, always do pizza takeout, at least regularly. That's something you've always done for years now with, uh, you know, Uber Eats and everything else. It's, 
you'll get I'll get push notifications from the app that hey it's buy you know buy one meal get one free if okay yeah why not so we'll do that more often and uh, I wouldn't say like multiple times a week but I mean you know some weeks maybe twice a week yeah some weeks but yeah so it's it's gotten a lot uh, more frequent for us too at least more frequent than it used to be. Now, I'm still with the pizza once in a while, once every couple of weeks or so, but that's about it. I haven't gotten meal delivery. It's, but the extra charges seem not worth it. I mean, I'm, yeah, well that's part of it. I think depending on what you get, some things travel better than others, right? Like some things by the time it gets to your house, it's not right. good cold. Other stuff is, you know, easy to heat up or, or is fine like it is. What about groceries? Do you guys ever do delivery groceries? From time to time, yes. Sometimes Walmart, not the, not the Walmart Plus. Uh, we don't do that you know, that prime type subscription, but, uh, you know, you can meet that, yeah, whatever that cap is, $35 minimum to get the delivery. And it's, it's pretty affordable. And sometimes we'll do fries, which is a, a Kroger, uh, local Kroger chain grocery store here. Uh, so yeah, but we'll still occasionally you need last minute things. Yeah. We'll still make a run because we got a store like less than a mile away. Yeah. I've done prime once it worked out, but I just never really needed it again. I, I signed up for target uh, a while back because I thought, well, that would be convenient to go and just pick it up at the curb and take it home. Um, but it turned out it, it hardly anything was available. It's like not available, <laughs> not of it. Like any, everything that I wanted wasn't available at the store that I, that I live by. So I deleted that app and I tried fries too. It took me long as long to go grocery shopping as I was doing it on the app. So it just didn't seem like I was saving a lot of time. Yeah, it's like just as much work trying to either tell the driver like, all right, you can substitute it with this or actually do the shopping online yourself. Yeah. Yeah, just run like the gamble. Like you can if you let them do the substitute shopping, it's like <laughs> you might get something good like the the bigger size for no extra money or you'll get something you just didn't even want. So. And I live about 3 blocks from a, a fries too, so it's pretty convenient to me to just run over there. Yeah, the whole pandemic we've kind of we do kind of bigger grocery shops just to stock up and not have to go all the time just because it's such a pain now. But um, every once in a while, I've been kind of supplementing with uh, Whole Foods orders because with Prime, it's you have to meet like a $35 delivery, which, you know, is not hard for groceries. And so far, by some miracle, I haven't had any like out of stock, any substitution. So it's pretty handy if you don't want to leave the house. And, you know, it just and it's like same day, two hour delivery window. It's pretty nice. Right. Now, what about right. the other stuff, though? Not just not just food, but you can get anything you want now. And I don't like, of course, you can, you've always been able to order from Amazon, get, you know, whatever, socks, uh, permanent markers, whatever you want. Now you can get that from the local stores. I mean, we ordered a dog door from Petco the other day, and it was delivered by DoorDash. <laughs> yeah. When I got my new laptop uh, in the checkout on the Apple website, it's like, do you want premium concierge, concierge service to deliver this to your door. And it's like, oh, fancy. Sure. Don't have to go pick it up. It it was just DoorDash. They just dropped it off. <laughs> just somebody, gloves. <laughs> yeah. It was just some guy in a car dropped it off. <laughs> concierge service. That's a good yeah. one. It's the Tech Refresh podcast. One of the things we promise every week is to keep you posted on what's going on with the digital lifestyle. And that includes keeping you from getting scammed. So this week we talk about a new scam that you'll need to watch out for. Puppy scams are not, we've actually mentioned them before. They continue, though, to get so bad that another reminder, I think, is warranted. So, you know, first of all, if you're wondering why it's such a problem, it's because of the times we live in. People have been stuck at home, you know, more often for nearly a year. 
Uh, you got people working from home with nowhere to go in the evening. So the thought is, hey, maybe we'll get a dog now that we're in a situation where we can spend more time with one. Others feel isolated and just want a furry companion. Well, according to a new Better Business Bureau report, there were nearly five times as many pet-related scams in 2020 alone uh, you know, during the pandemic than in 2017, which is when the B- uh, BBB first published an investigative study into the trend. The losses last year in 2020 to these pet scams were about $3 million, all the people who were taken. And so with the increased demand, you have all these scammers setting up fake sites with non-refundable deposits on popular breeds. And it gets worse as, you know, some of these victims have been taken for, you know, $5,000, $6,000. I mean, each. And when it comes down to buying the pet and having it shipped now, and some of these scammers are real creeps. So they'll go through the process of selling you a puppy online then say, okay, here's the address to pick it up. And people will drive to that address, sometimes hundreds of miles away, and the people who live there have no idea what they're talking about. In January alone, uh, the Better Business Bureau says people who searched for puppies, uh, you know, people who live in California, Florida, New Hampshire, and Texas, they sent thousands of dollars to scammers, then drove to various addresses around Omaha, Nebraska. Imagine driving that distance to find out, you know, first that you've driven that distance for nothing and that you've lost all this money anyway. So, and we've put all the, the tips for like spotting these scams online at commando.com. But first and foremost, you know, go through the reputable breeder sites. You visit the seller, uh, the person who's selling the puppies, and see the puppy in person before you hand over a nickel. Yeah, another trick they, they generally will steal pictures of dogs from, you know, anywhere on the internet. So if you do reverse image shirts, that's a really good way to find, okay, are lots of websites using this dog? That's a sign. Yeah, this one's a bummer. (laughs) Imagine driving to Omaha and then realizing, oh, my puppy doesn't even exist. That would not be good. Just ahead, we're going to hear how an Apple Watch saved a cyclist that was swept into a river. It's a Tech Refresh podcast from Commander.com. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash ev9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. All right, thanks for listening to the Tech Refresh podcast, ex- heard exclusively on Tech You Should Know podcast from Commander.com. If you haven't already, make sure you click the subscribe button so you get this podcast delivered automatically every Friday with the Tech You Should Know podcast. And that also gets you the special feature podcast, including this week's about Amazon. Well, so the, the book is called The Amazon Jungle, and the uh, the writer is Jason Boyce. And we talk about how Amazon is kind of – uh, taking advantage of the small guys, I guess, with uh, Amazon and kind of taking over more and more markets and more and more ways to make more and more money. And it's a really interesting deep dive into kind of behind the scenes at Amazon. All right. We've got an Apple Watch that saved a guy's life. Ben. Yeah. So over the years, you might have heard about Apple Watches helping save someone, but it's usually one of the health features like the electrocardiogram that is alerting someone that they should probably go see a doctor about their heart or the fall detection feature that calls for help if somebody, you know, detects somebody falls and hit the ground hard. Well, this time, though, 
an Apple Watch helped a bicyclist who was swept away uh, during recent flooding in England. Uh, the BBC says this guy was carried a mile downstream on a swollen river, but he eventually managed to grab onto a tree branch and call for help. So while he's holding on for dear life, he calls emergency services from his Apple Watch. And while rescue crews were dispatched, you had these other passersby also notice the man who helped you know guide them to the scene. But once they arrived, he was successfully rescued. You know, and it's great that he could hold on to this to this tree branch with both hands and just kind of yell at his wrist. You know. To these dispatchers sending help, uh, twenty minutes though. That's uh, that's how long it took for them to arrive. Can you can either of you imagine just trying to keep your grip on a tree branch while a flooding river is trying to pull you back in? Right for twenty minutes. Also, the branch could have broken. Like this guy got so lucky, right? There were just so yeah. many things that made this like, oh man. The Apple Watch does it have a cell signal? So did he have to have his cell phone on his Apple iPhone on him? To it, catch like a short-term signal from the watch to make the call? Depends on which one he has. I don't know. Um, did they make cellular only? Like mine's a, like if I didn't have my phone with me, my, my Apple Watch would work as its own cell phone. Oh, okay. So I thought all of them were like had to be like within distance of the iPhone itself. Now it's usually like $100 extra for the, for the cellular. Version. That's still not bad. But then you have to pay the monthly cell fee as well? Correct. 10 bucks. Okay. Wow. Probably. That's not bad at all. All right, if you'd like to comment about the podcast, good or bad, mostly good, send us an email to podcasts at commando.com. Again, that's podcast, plural, at commando.com. On behalf of Ben and Allie, I'm Mike, and we'll see you next time. And for the latest in the latest digital news and articles anytime, go to commando.com with a K. That's K-O-M-A-N-D-O. Yay, Ben. Happy Ben is. Look at Ben. He's just like shaking his head, doing the chair dance, doing the I want brand new or not true dance. 